0: Survivors Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome, guys.
1: I <laughs> not expecting that.
0: Yeah. You know, got to switch it up a little bit.
1: I agree. I agree. Okay, well, today, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, a topic that can get pretty heavy. Um, but specifically, this is well, when Angelica and I are speaking, it's going to be between our relationship Uh, but this can really apply to any relationship and it is well i guess specifically we're talking about between married couples
0: yeah it's gonna get a little spicy
1: and it's basically about when you have fundamental differences between you and your spouse and how to resolve them and we'll talk about how we attempt to resolve them Uh, i don't think you can win 100 percent. I, at least not all the time. You
0: can come to a very good understanding yeah. and um, really there's no need for conflict. I mean, we'll touch on this. There's no need for conflict, but we can definitely understand and um, resonate with the initial frustrations that may come across when you recognize or begin to see these
1: differences. Yeah, and there's kind of, the way we have it out, we'll kind of have three different layers of these fundamental differences. Um, and the first one's kind of lighthearted, but I know a lot of people deal with it, and that is...
0: These can be very serious.
1: Oh, yeah. These these can start very serious... It can be
0: a deal breaker.
1: Serious conflicts over the tiniest things you'd, you'd think, but it's just basically when you have different living styles.
0: Yeah, different habits.
1: Which Angelica and I have...
0: Completely opposite.
1: Yep. yep. Do you want to kind of <laughs> expound on what yours are?
0: <laughs> um, I can touch on yours and you can touch on mine. Go ahead. Okay, so Tom is not the neatest person. Yes, sir. Um, he likes to leave things a lot everywhere um, for days sometimes. And... <laughs> Um you know
1: I'm just not as organized as in no,
0: general not as organized I mean there's fundamental differences in the fact too like uh he there's no real structure to the like home life for him he's not a get out go outside and mow your lawn type of guy he's not nah. um very handy at all. <laughs> Um take like
1: now we're just throwing No 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 now no we're just no. throwing punches. I'm just kidding. No. no, no.
0: <laughs> but just to give you guys some background here, obviously you know. Yeah. Sometimes you have the type that they are very handy, sometimes you don't, sometimes they're in the middle. Um he's very good at following instructions when we get down to that, you know, if we, you know, putting some things together. So
1: I'd much rather pay an expert to do something.
0: Yeah. That's also a difference that we have. Um what else? What else?
1: Well, I mean, you don't have to say everything. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: okay, I guess that's a good amount.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was mostly talking about like at home habits because at home. Yeah, I mean, well, Angelica said. I mean, I guess as we're gonna buy a house, like that is becoming more pertinent. The handiness, but as Angelica said, I am not very organized. I don't have much structure to my life except waking up at a certain time and trying to get certain things done. Um, that I've allotted that time for, but in terms of like folding clothes or even putting things on shelves in a particular order, I'm not like super obsessed with that. Uh, Angelica is—I mean, I love Angelica for this, but it is a huge difference because it can cause a lot of issues. Angelica is much more organized. She likes her stuff in in a certain place. Um, and just has a general structure I mean the way it, literally psychologically the way we think about it is you are a lot more conscientious than I am like you just have to have things in order you're a lot more orderly than I am mm-hmm. um, and I'm not that personality type at all uh, but I do strive to become more organized because as you know as you guys have heard in my or in our business, you need orderliness, you need conscientiousness, you need structure. Otherwise, you're just gonna be aiming at too many things at once. And I think when you start to develop those habits uh, at micro levels they'll start to translate to the rest of your life. Anyway, she is a lot more organized than I am. And let me tell you guys, in the past when we've only been married a month, but in the past, almost three years, we've dated that has been an issue. Uh, yeah. That has caused, like, genuine fights. Not that they last, like, days. We're not the type of couple that...
0: Yeah, these are not, like, end-the-relationship fights by any means. But I'm, I've heard of these cases happening where it's, like, some things are a deal-breaker for certain people.
1: I legitimately um, thought it was going to be a deal-breaker for us. Just because of how... <laughs>
0: yeah, he is pretty disgusting sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't know about... Uh, yeah you are I, I live with you now, and
1: uh Well, let me just say this, and this is like where because I can understand and empathize with how somebody you know wants things to be done, especially with hygiene, things like that. <clears throat> but there are some things I'm like, does that need to be done? like, is that necessary?
0: Well, let me answer your question. Like this folding
1: way. clothes in a very specific way. I'm and very if I specific misfolded. with. Okay, here's the
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to doing your laundry, when it comes to folding it and putting it away, I have structure, and this is, I've I yeah. learned this from my dad because my dad is also very neat, orderly. Like he taught me how to fold clothes. Like he like irons everything. Like he's just like that that person. I don't like iron clothes. So. Yeah, he's the worst. He wears like sprinkly shirts. I can drives it. me nuts. But anyway, so that's where I get this from. But the reason I do it is because it just creates it saves space. Space in the drawers. Space. <laughs> space. It saves space in the drawers. It allows for, you know, more room for other clothing or Um, yeah, I color, I color coordinate my closet because I just feel like that's easier to walk in and know, okay, I'm looking for a second color. This is in this section. Boom, done. Um, yeah, I just try to make things simpler on myself. Um, so, but to answer your question, is it necessary? No, it's not necessary. And obviously not everyone is going to be that way. So, and some very important, um, Marriage knowledge that people have dropped on us that are, you know, have been married for a very long time. They wrote it, some of it, some of them wrote it in our, you know, wedding cards, but also just coming to learn the fact that because that's so important to me, because folding clothes a certain way is so important to me, or because, um, I don't know what's another thing that we do, um... Like
1: leaving clothes on the floor.
0: Well, no... I'm, okay I'm just gonna use the the laundries like thing because that's so important to me rather than get on him about okay you're folding it wrong you're folding it wrong I'm just gonna do it myself because it's that important to me and it's it's kind of there doesn't need to be an argument over that so again it's kind of just like I can do that and he can put things away you know um and the same with, like, doing the laundry because I like to do laundry a certain way. I can do the laundry, you know, and fold it, but then he can just put everything away and it not be an issue because I know, like, it'll get done the way I, I want it to, um, but then he's also participating in, okay, well, you get to put it away. And there's no fuss, no must, because I'm not like, you have to do this or, you know, you're doing it wrong, which I admit I have done before, so, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm so, owning up to it. Well,
1: no, yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's not like you're the only person that does stuff like that, because I definitely will become a smart Alec with things like that.
0: Yeah, he's got an attitude, guys. Don't let don't let him fool you. He's got some freaking sass in there.
1: I have Everyone's to if I'm like, gonna keep up with you. Thomas is so sweet. I'm like, do you <laughs>
0: freaking know Thomas? I have to
1: if I'm gonna keep up with you.
0: Okay, that's his excuse. <laughs> that's his excuse.
1: No, but I mean to speak on that, like how you ultimately how we've found to resolve things like that, daily habits that can cause fights or large disagreements is just through delegating. Right. Certain things to each other.
0: Right. And so the the really the the piece of gold in this is like if you want something done a certain way, then just do it yourself. Um, rather than nagging for your partner or your spouse to do it for you or to do it because it's going to be an unnecessary argument right so i mean even in like the kitchen when, we, when thomas and i started cooking for the first time like um just doing different recipes and things like things like that i'd get really like like over the top and like you're not doing it right you have to do oh my it this gosh way. You have to do it this
1: way. we're just driving crazy
0: yeah because (laughs) so it just got to a point where i was like you handle these items i will handle these items and that's it like we won't you know you have your set of instructions i have my set of instructions and then when it's time for them to be combined then cool but it's just like you know trusting the other person to do it first of all and if you again want it to be done a very certain specific way then just do it yourself Um, plain and simple i mean even sometimes when you know like you've asked you know i've asked him to pick up his clothes clean up the trash wipe the sink with all your hair in it like i I know put the seat down he does do that and (laughs) so even though he he does make a conscious effort to do it sometimes he forgets and i'll go and find it or see it i'm just like it's frustrating at first but then i realize well you know he he is trying and maybe he just forgot so i'm just going to clean it up or throw it away or you know pick it up you know wipe the sink whatever it is and no muss no fuss like it's not it's not that important for me to go over there and you know rip a new one in him for something that he may have literally just forgot to do so
1: and it's like we are totally different personalities because like that to me is not that big of a deal but it almost seems it seemed as though at times it was like a personal attack against you if i yeah didn't fold the clothes a certain way yeah and i mean <laughs> because one of my love case. languages
0: is acts of service so yeah i feel like sometimes he he's still learning how to love me in that way
1: we'll talk about that in another episode okay cuz it's not what do you no, mean no yeah
0: i know i know it's yeah. a whole it's a whole nother door um
1: cuz that just can go on and on and it's it's that's something where I think we've come to the understanding where you need to give each other grace Absolutely. and that's another huge thing about these types of differences that you may be experiencing with your spouse is grace. You have to give each other grace no matter what, because it is frustrating when you're making an effort, but sometimes it doesn't seem recognized or, um, You know you forget and grace doesn't seem to be given even though an effort has been done and that's not just you know from the examples that we've been given it's more it's just generally speaking when you're trying to go out of your way to go against what you've like what your normal is Mm -hmm. Uh, not to fit somebody else's normal but to accommodate and this kind of goes into the whole idea of love being a choice and, and
0: and sacrifice and that will
1: be something we can talk about in another episode because that is like that's fundamental to relationships but it all kind of ties into the same theme
0: yeah and well and if you are engaged or newly married like we are or have been married it doesn't matter you understand that you have you now have to create a new norm because now you are two people that have become one so it doesn't matter necessarily how he does things how I do things but now there has to be how we do things so again sitting down and having that discussion of what would you like to do around the house you know do you prefer to make our going out deci- plans or decisions or you know um who's gonna who's gonna be kind of checking in on the calendar uh, whatever it is you know daily household chores or weekly chores whatever who's going to be in control of the money or kind of keep track of that or is that going to be something that we're going to be doing together? Like, what do those things look like? You have to, to sit down and literally talk about thing these things and, you know, if someone's less comfortable doing something or more comfortable doing something or they, you know, I you know, haven't actually done that. I haven't dealt with finances ever really um, but I want to learn, then great, you guys can do that together and make that something that, you know it's fun or whatever i don't know but again it's i wouldn't overlook this because yeah like you said it's you know these are the kind of things where they you wouldn't expect them to become a big argument but they definitely can be if you don't get on the same page um sooner rather than later um because real quick can you build up resentment towards someone when they start not doing things the way that you want them to be done and it's as simple as just stating how you feel stating the fact that um you are you know you are the way that you are you know processing things or um you want certain things done whatever it is like you just have to communicate that you can't expect the other person to know your thoughts um or simply because well we've been dating for 10 years or eight years and we've been married for 20 years You should already just know me no because we constantly change and as we constantly change we have to constantly be updating our spouse uh, because if you're the same 20 years ago um there's that means you haven't grown at all and that <laughs> that's a little, a little worrisome there. So I don't feel like that's a valid excuse, in my opinion, um, to throw on your spouse or to have a, that kind of expectation. Well, you know, it's the same as it's always been because things can very well change. Seasons change, you know, different circumstances come in the mix. Um, and that kind of transitions a little bit into our next little subsection here about the different ways of which we process things
1: yeah because I mean the, the whole what you just said was basically when you could just, when you get to the point of communicating there were times where we would get to the point of like trying to resolve whatever argument that had occurred from our disagreements from our, our life habits uh, and we just process them differently um, I'm a very, and I, I I think we can kind of just speak for ourselves and then kind of go about how we um, learned how to communicate with each other, but I'm a very internal processor. um, And also someone that takes a lot of time to process things. Like, sometimes I will, like, there have been times where Angelica and I have been driving. And, and I'm not, this is no slight, but Angelica is a backseat driver. But in a good, not in a bad way. She'll like direct me and things like that. But there are sometimes I'm just like, I like, yo, come on. Um, And if like that has resulted in an argument, which it has, in the car, like we, I may not talk for like the next thirty minutes. Because I just am trying to process, Um, not because I'm like angry and I'm like like blindly. Right, I would much rather just say. I'd, I'd much rather think about what I'm going to say as opposed to just speaking through whatever emotion I'm saying and then regret
0: whatever emotion you're feeling, whatever
1: emotion I'm feeling, and then regret what I'm going to say during that anger, if that makes sense. Um, and that's just how I've always been, but that has caused issues before because it's like that can be received as. This person doesn't care or so are we just over this? Why aren't
0: they saying anything? Yeah. Or well, that
1: can kinda of go into like how you process things as well.
0: Um I would say I'm similar in that sense where I need time. Thomas is also someone who and I've said this many times before to him, he wants to have these deep long conversations yeah. at night and I'm like, Yeah, this is not gonna happen because I'm done, I'm tired, I cannot process what you're gonna tell me and he just wants to like he just wants to go in, like, and that's where... We're, sometimes we just get in arguments about that because I'm like, dude, we cannot... I can't. We have to do this in the morning, midday, maybe, you know, or, like... Yeah, I mean, sometimes we can if I'm, like, if I got the energy. But 99% of the time, it's just not going to happen. And I was on very honest about that because I'm just, like... It's... I can't mentally process what you're telling me. I can't... I i'm exhausted like my brain's not a hundred percent there and i don't want to and that's out of respect too for him because i'm like i don't want to one be dozing off or forgetting what you're saying or not giving you you know my 100 percent ear, because that's what you deserve and so some that was just hard for him sometimes so he'd be like okay we're just not going to talk about it and i'm like no we are going to talk about it but but please like not at this moment but he would always just wait to talk about it at the end of the day and i'm just like bro no well, i wouldn't
1: wait if i didn't have to it would more be like we didn't have time throughout the day to talk and now like at night we finally have time but it's like you're tired which i get now <laughs> i didn't get then um but okay, you, that was a huge difference learn
0: that thomas doesn't like me to call him out but he's okay with calling me out guys what was that he didn't even hear it but y'all heard me it doesn't matter so um
1: can you say uh, you're not okay with or i'm not okay with you calling me out
0: no he, what you're talking about you no, already you called come, me out like thrice back. yeah but then you come back and you're like well not really well okay this is bad we're not teaching you guys good skills anyways but this is, but, thing, yeah. this is what happens but this is raw this is real we get frustrated with each other um <laughs> we're, we're not this per- perfect perfect couple by any means um, but yeah, I mean, and sometimes too, like he can, on the flip side of things where he says he needs, he needs time to process. Sometimes he wants me to like, like, tell him things right then and there too. Um, or he's just like, okay, so we need to resolve this right this second. And I'm like, no, I, I need to sleep on it. And that's not me going to bed angry there's a difference i'm not upset with him i'm not enraged over whatever discussion we had you know you don't want to go to bit angry at each other in that case at least at the most continue to talk until you can come to an understanding of like okay let's take the next or let's take the night or the next day or so to just process this and then we'll come back together when we're not so emotional But do not allow anger to come in to your marriage, to your, you know, dating relationship, whatever, to cause strife. To open the door for the enemy to come in and speak lies because that is way different. But, again, sometimes I really needed to sleep on it. And, you know, what's even funny is when I would sleep on it, I would wake up and almost forget it because I was just like. Then
1: it's like you might as well just. Forgive and forgive. Oh, and then. it was.
0: And it was forgiven. It was never something that I was upset oh, no, no, about. No, no, but no, it, no. it was just, to me, it was like God saying, you know, like it wasn't a big deal. And you see what happens when you just sleep on it. It's like you wake up and it, and if it's not even on your mind, if you almost forget what you, what the discussion was about, it's because it was not a big deal. And sometimes we make things that really are not a big deal way bigger than what they need to be. Um, and it's just and if we just took a step back and really thought about the conversation if we we thought about what are we even arguing about what are we even disagreeing about like if we just took the time to to process and the ways of which we process and are both equally understanding that process um i guarantee majority of the time guys it would be like real quick for us to just get past these things properly in in agreement with one another well
1: that's how it's been lately I absolutely
0: yeah yeah i think again it takes time this is not something that happens yeah. overnight so definitely don't anticipate to just you know take what we're saying and then okay well you, and then the next disagreement comes up and it's like well you know i thought this was how it's going to be and it's like no it takes practice it takes time it takes genuine effort on both both individuals side too, you know, you can't just be if you want to do it, but then your spouse doesn't want to do it. Or, or, you know, they don't not really put in the effort. Again, it's gonna have the the same issues there.
1: And I think that's the most important part, though, is coming to that understanding and setting a goal together. Uh, Because if you guys if you because like we, for example, have goals, personal goals, business goals, goals with our relationship. If you don't have those goals and there's nothing to like go towards, then there is going to be just these what's going to feel like empty conversations about coming to better understandings of each other, working or having like a a game plan to try and do things, but then nothing comes into fruition because there are no goals. And I think another big part of um, of us finding ways to resolve things like this was just the fact that you know I finally put a ring on it. In December so it was kind of just like to me at least like my logic behind it was okay I need to find ways on my end to clean up my act in areas where I know there's really these arguments that are happening for no reason at all yeah it's more just like little annoyance little annoying things that are, I'm allowing to bug me or sometimes genuinely just being spiteful being vengeful
0: yeah, um, or just you know you're in a bad mood and it just yeah. that's just one added tick to your day.
1: And that's that's something that I mean yeah we we've dealt with that a lot and it's we understand that like sometimes work can cause it, something in your personal life can cause yeah, different it. Different triggers, different triggers around, for sure. And you know I I don't know I like to think that there is no excuse for it, but then I started personally feeling that way. Not too long ago, Um, so I began to empathize when I felt like I was in those situations before. Mm -hmm. Um, But all that to say, I guess we don't really have, or I guess I was, I was, I was switched on the way we process things. I am, I am, well, I am like a deep processor, but I do like conflict to be solved. Right then and there, because I don't see a reason for it to just right. be slept on.
0: Right, and so I will say too about myself is I'm someone who I do not like. Um, uh, what's the word? Like, if we were to have a confrontation, or if you know a friend of mine were to come to me and say, "Hey, I'm upset with you because of X, Y, and Z." I'm not. I'm gonna take some time to pray about it, and, and you know, and process it, and make sure that they're feeling hurt or or um, understood. But at the same time, I'm not gonna drag something out. I'm not a grudge holder. I'm not someone who, um, you know, is gonna walk away hurt or unfor- and unforgiving. Um, I like to just real quick, you know, like talk about it with that person, raw and vulnerably and work it out like i'm a work it out person straight up and down and for me it's like the sooner the better because why waste this time being upset with one another or allowing the enemy to come in and cause strife and um and you know so and on the other end of things sometimes um i'm not like that or i have different wounds and scars that have taken me a little bit longer to be forgiving of but that doesn't change the way that i treat somebody i don't treat them differently um right but it's more so that i still kind of have that scar so i guess the process you know the way that you process things sometimes depends on the person depends on what what the circumstance the time that someone catches you in the day you know (laughs) the season of the year even there's different things but i think
1: even expectations you have yeah
0: expectations but generally we all have a certain um way that we are prone to processing things and really narrowing that down and knowing that is so helpful not just for you but again for your spouse for your friends to know um because, you know, friends have problems too, you know, friends have differences, of so many differences too, right? We can congregate to people that are like us, but there's still going to be very vast differences in, in each other, um, so it's just really being honest with each other about, this is how I have to go and process what you just told me, or, you know, I, I want to fix this now, or actually I need a couple days, or... But communicating that versus just walking away versus not responding, you know, to me that communicates is like, well, I don't care or, um, and even though that you may care, but I need to know that, hey, I need to take a few days to process this. Um, Or, hey, if you're comfortable, I'd really like to talk about this now um, because I don't want to, I don't want to let this carry on, right? But again, just communicating that right
1: yeah I think that's a good way to go into our next topic because all these things tie in all these different layers of what we're discussing they right? tie, in, tie in but they're
0: also very different from one another you know we're just touching on some things that we have experience with or that have really been highlighted to us well how
1: you process things is what I'm saying ties yeah. into the differences yeah absolutely Yeah, but I mean so the next thing and this is something that Angelica and I dealt with Um, like a a year and a half ago in our relationship which was, and we'll again, I'm going to keep saying this throughout the podcast we'll talk about this in another episode, Uh, we were doing long distance for a year Uh, she was out here in Texas, I was still in California and for whatever reason not for whatever reason I can kind of explain we began to have uh, differences in how we understood and how we received scripture Um, which i know again most of the church has those differences you know well there are many denominations uh, and within those denominations there are many minds and i think one thing that angelica will mention is and this is this is truth is that you'd want to understand scripture not through your understanding but through god's understanding Um, Mm -hmm. and I think coming to a conclusion about what god's understanding is is where angelica and i began to have differences uh and I can, i'll quickly touch on where because this is something that i would bring up at first initially to have conversations with and then begin to like have conflict um, but when i was in my senior year of college in 2018 i took a class uh well, i took many classes that were biblically based I went to a Christian college but one really challenged uh, the way that I saw not just the Bible but text like literary text in general Uh, and again this is all uh, curriculum that is being taught at a Christian school so what this class taught me basically was there were different ways of reading throughout the throughout history Taught, taught me a lot about objectivism subjectivism things like that and this is when it starts to get into philosophy and you, I know we have to be kind of careful with how you address philosophy uh, I know that there are some people that believe that are very adamant on the fact that philosophy was created by Christ uh, that wisdom is created by Christ you know but you can only throw that stone so far um, when it comes to understanding of, of scripture and just understanding of life um but yes in that class (laughs) i began to really learn about how to read different literary texts uh specifically the bible and how there were some christian theologians that believed that um really like the subjective line of thought is whoever reads a text is the one that determines its meaning and I mean i don't personally believe that's true i think that kind of defeats the purpose of any text i think whoever the author is has a meaning behind whatever they're writing especially and this may not be the case for every literary text but for the bible i know that it was written for it was written by god through the chosen man that he had decided to write it for a purpose and that purpose was to communicate um how to receive him and how to be more like his son throughout you know, the time that it's here on earth. Um, and just the fact that there are so many cross references throughout the Bible, whether you're in Genesis, Revelation, uh, Isaiah, Matthew, you will see themes that are consistent Thousands throughout of the Bible. Years apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but within that, within those texts, within those words, I began to just. I, I was more in a state of just questioning certain things um, based on what I was reading based on this new understanding that there were uh, different I don't like to use the words interpretation but interpretation was the word that I was receiving a lot in whatever I was learning in that curriculum um, and that caused a lot of conflict at that point in our relationship which I'm not you know afraid to admit
0: right and i think too uh, it caused a lot of conflict in the aspect that while he was still in california i was here in texas i got really plugged into uh, church community here and i was just on fire i got baptized as soon as i got out here um that july of 2018 and i was just i just dove all in you know and i'm you know going to different classes and going to young adults you know nights and hanging out with different community going to bible study literally like if i wasn't at work i was hanging out with other young adults for my group or we were you know go reading through the bible talking about the bible texting one another just like oh my gosh i read the scripture like let's talk about it and i love that and i think that's so important um but the way too is where i was getting very caught up in like this is how I was doing it and this is how, you know, someone else may have recommended this to me or this is how I saw a few others doing it and then I I, reflected that, or not reflected that, but I, I, I then tried to put that back on Tom. Projected it. Projected it, right. That's what, Yeah. I projected that on Tom and was like thinking, well, if he doesn't do it this way, then he's not doing it the right way. And that's where it really caused conflict. And that was a conviction in in me later on because there's just so many different ways of which we can receive the Lord. And, um, you know, like I've heard some types of um, different like types of people like where you can be the naturist, where you really connect with the Lord outside and, you know, Um, just outside connecting in nature (laughs) going on a walk going on a run like sitting under a tree or you know you're um a care a really charismatic person to where you really connect with the lord when um you're out um like feeding the homeless or being active in your community or um mentoring somebody like there's different so many different ways of which you can connect with the lord and i just had I was not receiving that understanding and the way that I was connecting the, with the Lord, I was trying to project it on him and saying, well, you're not doing it the same way as me. So then one of us must be doing it wrong, but it can't be me. And so that was just so unhealthy. And But also just trying to really share with him what I was learning and really wanting him to understand that was also so difficult yeah. with the long distance. There was a very big disconnect and it was getting really frustrating because I felt like I was going so much further in my walk with the Lord and he was kind of stagnant a little bit, um, which which he had admitted, you know, and it, he was just a different place, different state of mind at that time.
1: I was just in a place of, like I said, qu- like not questioning my faith. My faith didn't falter, it was more questioning different people's understandings of And
0: I think asking questions scripture. is good. Asking questions is good. And if you have questions about scripture, yeah. if you have questions about really what, you know, a verse or a chapter or really what something says in the Bible, I think it's so good to ask. I think it's very important um, to have those discussions. And that's too. just
1: a part of my personality too. It's like if I, if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to ask why this is understood this way because I know someone that's understood it this way.
0: Right, right. And I mean, another another way people connect with God, another category, I guess I would say, is an intellectualist. And I feel like that's very much Tom. He really has to go through the facts and the numbers and the details. Like um, he wants to do all the research and really, you know, so that's, that's how he really connects with the Lord is really diving deeper. And I can dive deeper, but I'm also someone, yeah, like, and he's also a naturist, too, or I'm a naturist, too. I like to be outside, too, and get that distance from people and get that distance from, you know, all the hustle and bustle and just be outside and in the quiet and the peace and just really receive Holy Spirit. But it was really just coming to the understanding, again, that there are so many different ways that you can have a relationship with the Lord. And your relationship with the Lord is gonna look so different than that of your spouse and that than that of your best friend, and that of your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, whomever. Yeah. Like it's gonna look so different. And that's okay that it looks different because the Lord touches us and speaks to us and we experience him in different ways. Right? And when he reads a chapter in the Bible, he may see he may have um this whole revelation that when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? I totally didn't see that when I read that chapter, but this is what I this is what I under you know, this is what I got from it. And he's gonna be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's so good. I, I kinda overlooked that. And it's like there there's so much beauty in the way that we process different, the way that we receive different, the way that Holy Spirit speaks to us different because what Holy Spirit speaks to him i may not get that but then he can come and share that with me and that's like oh my gosh yes you know thank you jesus for giving him that revelation because then he can he could encourage me with that or me getting a revelation and then encouraging you know one of my girlfriends with that or a neighbor or whatever you know whomever you're around um but it, yeah it was very difficult and i think that could be a lot of I think it's more than likely a big challenge with a lot of couples, especially those that are younger disciples. Yeah. Younger disciples, you know, disciples of Christ that are coming together and are just like, either they feel like they have to be exactly the same in the way that they experience the Lord or they're getting frustrated because it's so different and it's not a competition. No. Um, And it's, you know, it's, it's not that you have to be checking all the same exact boxes, right? I don't have to read my Bible the same time he reads his and he doesn't have to read his the same time I read mine. Now, can we set a time to come together and read together? Absolutely. And I think that's so important and you should, especially take time, taking time to pray together. But again, um, if he's if he likes to really connect with God at the nighttime, I'm not going to force him and be like, Tom, I read in the morning and I'd like you to read in the morning, so please don't read at night. Like, no, because, <laughs> you know, he may just really get in that, that um, you know, that pre- in the presence of the Lord to receive at nighttime. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, allow for your spouse to just experience and connect with the Lord in the ways of which Excuse me. They're really comfortable. They're really, you know, they're really comfortable doing that. But also, I think it's good to challenge them too, to to step out a little bit too. Like I know Tom is not a big lift your hands up and worship type of guy, and I've mentioned I've mentioned that to him. (laughs) And literally, when I mentioned that to him, I think maybe a couple weekends later, our pastor preached on that, calling out the men about, you know, it's not about you, but the Lord literally, or not the Lord. Well, the Lord and Scripture literally talks about if you're praising the Lord, you got to give it your all. The Lord deserves our worship. And that means lifting our hands, dancing, kneeling, all the above. And he felt convicted by that. And it wasn't me trying to call him out. It wasn't me, you know, saying like, Tom, if you don't do this, you're not truly worshiping the Lord. No, but it's just like, Babe, I I know that this is something you generally want to do, but maybe he just feels a little bit embarrassed or maybe he just feels like it's uncomfortable. But the Lord also calls us into the uncomfortable, guys. He does not call us to stay comfortable and stagnant. He says, step out of your box. And so that's something where I'm just like, yes, Lord. Allow him to lift up his hands without feeling like, oh, someone else is looking. Well, that's not how I felt. Right? I didn't care people
1: were around looking at me.
0: It just he just was that just wasn't his personality, right? But it's not about your personality; it's about giving your worship to the Lord. But
1: yeah, and I agree that it's important to like that concept of challenging. And I think this is like a really, really important thing about marriage: is challenging each other. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: I wanted to name this podcast something along the <laughs> lines of "Iron Sharpens Iron,"
0: which is good, you know. And that's that also very much applies to the topics yeah
1: because i don't think there is and this kind of rounds out the whole topic i don't think there's anything that i'm more thankful for in this marriage than the fact that there are these differences between angelica and i yeah Um, because another thing that that teaches us she and i is that we have to die to ourselves yes in order to every day in order to you know put the other person first and make sure that they are feeling loved
0: living sacrificially absolutely because
1: if you're if you're not doing that and if that's not challenging you then you kind of have to reorient yourself you have to kind of see where your priorities are have that conversation with um you know whether it's your spouse your friend whoever it may be that you're in close relationship with it's very important to be intentional with those people um, because one thing that I t- like I've talked about with friends is how Angelica and I are, or how I should say how you and I are with our relationship, I hope and pray that that translates into other relationships that I learned from this, the most central and important relationship that I have. Mm-hmm. How to be in relationship with other people. Yeah. Um, whether that be through challenging being bold or through Um, or through making sure that they are heard Mm -hmm. and respected Mm -hmm. Um, and it's okay to have differences between between whoever you are in relationship with
0: yeah yeah that's good just as
1: long as um you know you are aware of those differences because i'm i think we are both keenly aware of the things (laughs) that uh are different between each other but
0: yeah, and it's just yeah. it's come to changing your perspective of seeing these differences yeah. not as an issue and not as a bad thing, but as a good thing and as um, a way to challenge each other and also bring growth into the relationship because where, where he may not be the greatest at, I am better at and vice versa. And it just allows the other to grow and be better and step into the unknown and... Um, and it balances the ship, right? To where the ship's not leaning too much to one side, but we're right in that perfect center. Not all the time, but... No. You know, doing our best to just be right in the center, um, continue, continuing on, right? And so, yeah, I think... I think that was a lot, guys. I think that was a lot. And, but, that, but
1: it we touched on a lot of good things. Yeah. 45 minutes of... A lot of tough conversations. Of
0: deliciousness. I mean, it, I don't know it I is condensed.
1: <laughs> we condensed basically almost three years of our differences into 45 minutes, which is kind of said, difficult. Um, but ultimately, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, we just hope that if this relates to you or if you find it relevant and how it's affected you in the past, these differences and maybe feeling that you weren't heard. Maybe feeling that you weren't challenged enough or that you were challenged to be a little too much and that that was not respected. Um, you know, We just hope that this conversation is there to let you know that you are not the only person going through this, especially if you're married. I know and I hate the fact that I'm going to say this, that social media has given us this idea that everyone around us who's married is just having that best time of their lives.
0: Yeah, guys, it's not true a picture yeah a picture does not give you all the details behind the scene I mean
1: don't get me wrong I'm the most ha- I am the happiest man alive right now I cannot believe how blessed I am that I married Angelica but it is not all sunshine and rainbows I don't know if you guys watched The Office but yes, just think of, so just good. think of Jim and Pam they yeah, didn't man, have the best they went rela- through a freaking. Sub- they had a pretty good relationship, well, but
0: it was a little sketchy in there in yeah. the beginning. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just,
1: just watch the finale episode, where they're doing the, the uh, what is it called, when they're all up on the stage. What is that freaking called?
0: I don't know. I'm I'm blanking. I'm blanking
1: on the word. But just watch that last episode, <laughs> where they're. You gotta watch all of them.
0: If you've never seen The Office Gosh, Guys, don't so just skip to the freaking end. Don't, don't encourage that. That's madness. Alright. Oh, yeah, don't skip to the
1: end. All the- <laughs> well, I'm reeling it back in here. Yeah, all that to say, thank you guys so much for sticking in if you have been listening to the whole time. We appreciate it. Uh we will continue yeah. to be dropped we will continue dropping these podcasts
0: yeah and let us know if we can be praying yes. for anything too we would love to if you don't have a question you have a prayer we would love to speak that out if you are comfortable uh, we don't have to say name but we can speak that out over the podcast and just pray for you at the end of the podcast um, because there is such power in prayer and prayer and numbers so definitely want to open that space up for you guys as well um but yeah guys until the next time.
1: Thank you guys so much.
0: Thanks. I'll
1: see you in the next love
0: podcast. you. Bye.
1: Peace. Peace.